From the red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and hair don'ts, this is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host, ladies and gentlemen, Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen at Us Weekly, and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. I have my cohort in all things beauty and fun, Mr. Travis Cronin. Hi. And we are talking about summer hair today. Yes. Because July 4th is right around the corner. For sure. What are you doing, Trav? I'm going to Provincetown, Cape Cod. Oh my, yes. P-Town Week. Gay Party Central. Interesting. Well, I'm going to Amagansett. I'm going out to the Hamptons. I'm really excited. Lovely you would. Yeah, I'm just going to like sleep for a couple of days and, you know, see some fireworks. Okay. And also braid my hair and braid my friend's hair because that's what we do. I'm so glad braids are in the summer. They are my favorite hair. I love them. Well, you, I love do, them. you've always loved braids. Yes. Like you have been known to put in hair accessories and hair extensions just for the braid action. For sure. That's the only, usually I only wear hair extensions for the braids. But the problem is because of my widow peak and, you I have know, a widow's peak too. It pulls out the hair a little bit whenever I do braids. So I have to do them on only select occasions because I will look more bald. I never realized we're both gingers and we're mm-hmm. both gingers with widow's peaks. Who knew? Who knew? I mean, now I have to look more closely at you, but yes, you do have a widow's peak, as I do. I do. Yeah, I love braids. I've always loved braids since I was little. When I was a little girl, in fact, my hair was down to like my booty. Yeah. But my mom would not let me wear it down. I wore it in one long braid (laughs) down my back that Audrey would meticulously braid every morning. Oh, that's cute. And she would fasten it with one of those, do you remember, like those hair bands that had like bubbles on the end? Like a bubble band? Yeah. Yeah. And she would fasten the hair bands with about like five inches of hair at the bottom in a wave. Okay. Yeah. So it was like a big curl. She liked to say that it looked like a paintbrush. It's a look. It's a look. But yes, she she made me wear braids and sometimes I would wear like, you know, when it was like... For fancy moments, I could do like two little braids pulling back like into like a half up do with my hair down. And that was like Ooh. for like weddings and stuff. I like that. <laughs> Otherwise, I was not allowed to wear my hair down. I had Just to wear in the braid. it in the braid, which now, you know, you see images of like sister wives in Utah. And basically, <laughs> basically the style was like that. She really didn't like two braids and she would impose that on me, even if I wanted like two long braids. She didn't do French. She could, she wasn't adept at doing French braids okay, and neither was hard. I. And like it was before the time of YouTube videos. So I couldn't teach myself. Mm-hmm. But anyway, whatever. I digress. Right now, I do love a French braid. Me too. I love a milkmaid braid. I oh, love yeah. to just do a couple of little um, braids on the side. Oh, I love that look. And tuck it into my hair. I love to do a waterfall braid. I think there are so many crown braids, although it's kind of hard because my hair is long. Piercings on braids. I I've, love so much. I've, I've never, what do you mean piercings on the braids? The rings. Oh, like putting piercings. Put oh, is that what you call them? Mm-hmm. I would just call those uh, adornments. Justine like, told me beard I would, piercings. I would call them an embellished braid, but I love the idea. Mm-hmm. Pierced braid. A pierced braid. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they're so cheap. Like I go to Michaels, whatever like craft store they have, and they sell you like 
50 for like $2. Amazing. And then those little ringlets that you just put in them where you can pierce your braid and you just look like instantly cool with those. That is true. Also braiding hair, if you are not blessed with your length, is like a dollar, girl. Right. So they, these are extensions that are actually called braiding hair. For braiding. They're Do thicker. You, but it's called, so wait, what is it called? Braiding hair yeah. for braiding hair? No, braiding hair. It's called braiding hair yeah. for braiding. And like, do you think you could get them on Amazon? Definitely. I bought them on Amazon several times. Oh, wow. But like any Sally's Beauty Supply or any beauty supply store will have a braiding hair section. And it is so cheap for literally $1 or $2, wherever you are, you get like 18 inches of so much braiding hair. It's so cheap. Wow. Obviously, it's not human. But it's for braiding, and it makes braiding easier because it's a little denser. Got it. It's not human hair, but we could work with that. Yeah, I mean, for that amount of money for a novelty well, braid, you aren't flat why ironing not? a braid. You know, you totally. aren't curling a you braid. You don't need to style it, not necessarily. All right, so we are going to call a little bit later on Kristen S, mm-hmm. stylist to the stars, the lady who was Lauren Conrad's stylist from the very beginning, and Ooh. so we've seen her create myriad fantastical looks on Lauren all these years. She works with Lucy Hale. She works with Jenna Dewan. I mean, we are going to see... She's a lob pioneer. We, she is. The we're going to see lobs. here about some amazing lock action going on. Who are your on. favorite celebrity braids right now? Well, you know what I've been loving... Tessa Thompson has been wearing these incredible long braids in all different styles. Lacey Redway did a look that had, I guess they were like beard piercings or yeah. beard braid. Braid, braid piercings. Braid piercings. Beard piercings. Now you're giving me that's ideas. That's a whole other, yes, that's a whole <laughs> other thing. But braid piercings, they, it was like pearls that were all through her braids. Cute. But she's been wearing these long braids for a little while. Because she probably used hair glue. To put those in, are they well, pierced? We don't know. Glue? We don't know. But you loved you this do. style that Vernon Francois did. Oh my God, Tessa Thompson's braids by Vernon Francois, amazing hairstylist. He did her for a magazine shoot, and she, he gave her these little. They look like box braids, but they sort of look like twists, and they have like little understated adornments all them. And then he took the like. 100 braids or whatever that he created and put them all into a huge braid down her back with a wave a la Gwen or Sister Wives. Oh my gosh, that was so gorgeous. Oh, it's for Porter Magazine. That's yeah, where she came out as bisexual. So everybody check out Porter Magazine. She came out as bisexual in that In interview. that issue. Interesting. And look at these braids wrapped around. Guys, check out Vernon's or Tessa's Insta, but she's my favorite. My favorite braids have been Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande. Oh, really good braids. Really good braids. Nicki's were so tight and braided, and then she brought them up into a high pony and just had a cascade of like really pretty, sleek braids. So pretty. And then Ariana Grande does the one braid down the center with piercings Oh, I did it. love that. That look was really cool. So cool. Yeah. It's a, such a great way to turn up a high ponytail just to do one tiny braid like right down through, the middle. Down the center, yeah, all the way through. And then put those piercings through it. Yeah, you need to be able to do a French braid and Sporty. do that. Sporty, yeah. Well, it's almost a cornrow. It's so chic, a big cornrow. But, you know, really Lauren Conrad is who sparked the whole braid trend mm-hmm. back in the days of the hills and thereafter. You know, I really feel like that's where we got the crown braids. That's For where sure. we got the waterfall braids. So you know what? Mm-hmm. I think we should call Kristen. Yes. And let's just hear about all of her amazing braid inspiration and everything else. I mean, she was just written up in Forbes magazine. And I love seeing a story about a hair care brand in Forbes. So I'm really psyched to talk to Kristen. All right, let's call her up. Holler. Yeah. Kristen, is that you? Yeah. It's me. It's Gwen. 
Hi, Gwen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on Get Trust with us. <laughs> yeah. We are so excited to chat with you. So, Travis Cronin, Hi. my cohort, he is with us too. And you know what? Travis is also a ginger. Oh, gingers unite. Because if you guys don't know, Kristen S. has the hair of a mermaid fairy goddess. Girl, it's beautiful. Um, I heard that's true, but I also heard you've one up to me in every way, Gwen. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, girl, I am trying to get my hair like yours, but it's not quite there. And also, there has not been a Forbes magazine article about me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about being interviewed by Forbes. The piece is so amazing. It's just so great to be recognized for your work and for your line, which I do think is just one of the most innovative, amazing lines in the mass market. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, first of all, it must have been a very slow news day at Forbes. <laughs> I doubt um, that. Uh, <laughs> I don't even understand how it happened, but, or why. You know, it's like, it's just funny because you don't feel like, you're in any kind of position to, you know, do an interview like that. And I mean, I understand how like entrepreneurialism works, of course. And I think we're all striving for, you know, and you can't compare yourself to other people. It's just, it's just mind blowing to me that, you know, if they would even write anything about my journey, it's just, I don't know. I just don't connect the two sometimes. So it was very humbling and exciting and, you know, I mean, of course I'm honored. It's just so next level. And I never dreamed that I would have something like that. So of course I'm framing it in like, you know, <laughs> 30 by 50. Exactly. Um, you gotta. In my house. Yeah. I, I mean, it's wild. It's wild. It's so awesome. I couldn't be more grateful. And tell us a little bit about the growth of your line. Cause I do feel like it's grown so rapidly and your offerings well, are so cool at mass market. I mean, it's just out of control. Well, I said something yesterday on my social media, which I think it sunk in even further later, um, which was, you know, I started learning about kind of what people want, don't want, all that stuff when we started the beauty department, which was mm-hmm. in, Long 2000, time ago. in 2010. Yeah. And it was just, you know, people were so open to speaking about what they wanted at that time with no other agenda. It wasn't about... You know, it wasn't about sponsored posts. It wasn't, we weren't even doing sponsored posts. I mean, we did very few throughout the life of the beauty department. And it was, I just had this loyal connection to people. And I was like, it was, the relationship was very much, I'll give you the education. You give me the feedback and information, you know? So we had this exchange and it was very mutual and it was very beneficial. And I love having that relationship still to this day, you know, it's, I think that, you know, everybody's got to hustle. Everybody's got to make money. But for me, like more so than money is important. The information is important because the money always follows when you, you know, can help people get what they want. And it just, it's so fascinating that it's still the same relationship eight years later. So wild. Um, and it's awesome. It's just people have remained so loyal. And I truly don't think that without that information or their loyalty that this line would be doing what it's doing. And it's just, it's incredible. I mean, the growth part of it from what you asked um, is wild. I mean, we have, and I can't really like, you know, divulge too much, but I'll tell you that we have nearly 40 new SKUs coming out. Oh my God. But other things between now and the end of January. And it's like, I, I mean, 
you understand of all people, but I don't know if like everyone understands kind of how much work that is. And, you know, that's sort of, it's like you're making all of your dreams come true so fast. And so it's, you have to have an ethic team and there's no way I could pull this off without like the people that I work with and my business partners. It's just, it's insane. It's insane. It's, I didn't see it happening so quickly, you know, but it's awesome. Who designs your packaging? Because it's so beautiful and it is so prestige looking Mm -hmm. for a line that's sold at mass. Well, I'll tell you the the best thing you can possibly do when you're not someone who's familiar with manufacturing, because I wasn't, is be partner with somebody who's incredible at that. Right. Like I had a certain vision of what I wanted, you know, my product line in my imagination and what it would look like but you can't make that come to fruition without people who really get it and mesa is my business partner and they're the ones who you know manufacture all of the 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 packaging and i mean they do like orbe sonia cash every fragrance line you can imagine like i mean they're they do flower beauty from drew barrymore they do um it's i mean i mean i don't know that there's a line that i know of that they haven't worked on and they are the best of the best of the best and they truly we collaborate like the designers there and I have such an understanding and like they don't do anything without me I don't do anything without them it's like the perfect pairing that is so so cool yeah, I mean, they're so knowledgeable and advanced when it comes to, they show me things I've, I've never, I didn't know that we could do a pink matte soft touch shampoo bottle, you know, it's like, so cool. I know the shampoo bottles that I've loved in the past, and, and they bumped it up to the next level, I was like, whoa, you know, like they, they're incredible. Totally. So that's been really I've always in my career kind of gone that way as well like I've worked with people who always hired clones of themselves but I've always gone with like I hire the person who knows how to do what I don't know how to do you know it's like you need that yin and yang to make to make magic right so exactly and you know it's funny is they don't do they don't do the same type of you know personal marketing like that I like I have such a relationship with people they don't do that right I don't do what they do and that is I would say if I could give anybody business unsolicited business advice it would be always partner with the person who knows how to do what you don't know how to do and they don't know how and and vice versa exactly you know it's just it's incredible what happens when you do that so one of your coolest products, and this isn't one of the new SKUs, it's something that's been around for a little bit, but that rose gold temporary okay. color spray mm. is just, oh, yeah. and we're going into July 4th weekend now, July 4th week, really, and I feel like that pop color thing is not going away. Um, well, I think pink hair will never go away. Because it's so pretty, right? It's just so pretty. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? The thing is, is when you do sort of like pastel colors, it's not, I mean, you and I both know that, you know, from being in the beauty industry so long, if you do a deep, rich color, typically it lasts a lot longer. And, you know, it just sort of has like um, a depth that you can't, you know, change your mind or have that non-committal relationship with that color. And so you have to, you have to commit to it for much longer. But the pink and the pastel colors, you know, they wash out probably quicker than you want them to, but that's what's cool about it is you can do it. You can feel like you have pink hair for a few days and like I did it and then you can revisit it whenever you want, you know? So what and are some I of, do love that. What are some of your tips for people who want to use your product 
what are some of your tips for making it like the most impactful that it can be for them? Sure. Uh, I would say the first thing is obviously know your hair type really well. You got to know the difference between fine hair and thin hair. Mm. You know, people always say like, I have fine hair, um, but they don't realize they have fine hair, but a lot of it. So they right. can have fine and thick hair, you know, so, or, or you can have coarse hair, but it's thin. You know what I'm saying? So I think that people really need to get to know their hair type before they can, with any line, um, before they can decide what's right for them. Because, you know, I try to be very specific on the packaging and on the messaging about, you know, what works well for what. But first and foremost, you got to know your hair type. Second of all, you got to kind of know your scalp. Is it is it oily? Is it dry? Is it, you know, those kinds of things matter because, you know, for example, you wouldn't want to get uh, sort of like a drying, like sort of a texture spray or something and, and spray it all over your scalp if you have a really dry scalp. You know, so you just, you have to know what your combinations are there. And then you want to find a good foundation. So you want to find a shampoo, conditioner, leave-in that works for you. Um, and then after that, I always say people should go sort of look at the tutorials, look at the results sure. that come on, on um, either we have some on the website and I have some on my page, obviously on IG. Um, but, you know, it's it's just like picking a hairdresser, right? Like you want to see the results. So you when you start considering a hairdresser, you like, I want to see their page. I want to see what they can do. It's the same thing with products. You know, there's so much information and visual out there. There's so many visuals out there. You need to really like go see what it can do. That's why I try to do a lot of videos and stuff. Yeah, which is and awesome. And now, obviously, with IGTV, I'll be doing a lot more. But I'm yeah, so obsessed. I, that's what I, would say. I love IGTV. Oh, I mean, come on. It's so next level. You know, I don't ever want to leave that platform. So like, this is pretty mm -hmm. iconic. It's amazing. It's so perfect. Yeah. So also, we, we were talking a little bit earlier about braids and braided styles because, you know, braids are this old mainstay. It's like everybody goes back to braids. It's the quickest and easiest way to kind of add some interest to the hair. Sure. But I feel like sure. you put braids on the map when you think about braided styles and even before dry bar and dream dry and everybody had braid bars it was because of lauren conrad lc your longtime bff and collaborator and you would do these amazing braids on lauren yeah she was pretty she was pretty down for a braid she, i mean i would say i would say she put braids on the map okay. on her show and then we and then we explored other options to, as to not do the same braid all the time. Cool. Um, and, you know, she's, she's like a lover of texture and sort of like different like shapes to there. So, so she was always fascinated by like, what can we do? You know, so that was really fun. And again, that was like a collaboration totally. situation where... It was, it was really fun. I mean, she, there was no limits to what she would do. I'd be like, I'm going to add, you know, 22 inches of hair and make a braid that goes down to the back of your knees. And she'd be like, cool. And then I'm like, I'm going to roll it up into a bun on top of your head. And she's like, okay, cool. So she was very down to play with that. And then, you know, the, the platform of the beauty department came and that was really cool because then we got to share it on another level with more information right. behind it um, and sort of, you know, how to, how to do it on yourself. Or even if it's not, possible on yourself how to do a version of it on yourself and that was really fun exactly you know? but so what do you think is the best version of braid to wear for this summer what should people be wearing for july 4th weekend 
Oh, well, first of all, let's talk about scarves because scarves are having a mega yes, moment right now. Yes, we just talked about that. this. We're obsessed so with weaving scarves through it. stuff. I knew you were going to say a scarf from looking at your IG with that blue one that you put into that braided bun. I was like, that is the July 4th look. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm obsessed. Gorgeous. There's some more coming, and there's different types, obviously, of scarves. Like, there's there there are the ones that you get that just kind of hang. There are ones that are made for ponytails. There are ones that are made for buns. And then there are ones that are wired, which I love, too. Oh, wow. Because you can really, yeah. Um, I just actually, yesterday, in the mail, got my order from, um, I don't know if you know Colt Gaia, but they're, love. obviously, they make these really, really amazing handbags and clothing, uh-huh. but then sure. they have these. Jasmine, the girl who started Colt Gaia, one of her first things she ever put out years ago for Colt Gaia were these wired headbands. Wow. And they, they can, they're called turbans. Oh. And you can incorporate them so nicely into the hair. And I kind of forgot about them for a while. And then the other day I was like, oh, wait, I need to order a bunch of these. So I ordered some. And it's really cool because it sort of gives more form to it. It doesn't, the, the material doesn't just melt into the hair. It really, like, you can make the bun really big or you can make it, you know, really wild. And it's, it's pretty cool. So I'm going to be playing around with those quite a bit. But scarves, I mean, I don't care where you get the material. You can, all you have to do is kind of, like, throw it in and add it into the braid. And it just makes something new and different, you know, that, that adds another texture. And will look really on trend right now. I love that tip so much. Oh. And everyone has a scarf in their, like, right. drawer. Do you use it? Do you like line it up with one of the pieces of the braid or do you do put it in? You use it as one of the pieces of the braid to fold it into the hair? You can do either or you can do no wrong, my friend. Okay. You, you, <laughs> you can stuff it in I after. Mean, you can, no, totally. You can wrap it around the outside after. You can, you know, tie it in a bow. You can, I'm telling you, I haven't used it in a way where I'm like, oh, this didn't work. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's truly, and people will say like, oh, how do I incorporate it? You can tie it onto a strand of hair. You can rubber band it in. There's, however it works, as long as, I will say, sometimes if you have really thick hair and you use a small um, scarf, sometimes it'll get kind of lost in the mix and you don't see it as much. So if that's the case, then yes, treat it as its own strand of braid okay. so that it really gets a, chance, that it gets a chance to come out. And then also pull it out a little bit after. Yeah. But the cool thing about braids is like you just keep like twisting them and pulling at them until it looks cute. Like, mm-hmm. do you remember the one that you were saying on my IG that that you like? We're the, watching the it right one? now. Yeah, the black and white okay. scarf and there's an amazing yeah, tutorial. Scarf, yes. Yeah. It's like a, a dark navy and, and white uh-huh. stripe. And okay. I put it in and I was like, I was like, thinking in my head, I was like, okay, cut this video. This is garbage. This looks stupid. And then I kept going with it. And you'll see, you'll see as I keep going, it starts to make sense. And I didn't think it was going to pan out, but it did. And that's exactly how (laughs) scarves in the hair work. Yeah. Like when you first did it, it was like sort of overtaking it and then you pull it out and it's amazing. That is so cool. Exactly. All right, scarves. You can't we've, do any wrong. we've got yes. the scarves things Scarf down. Brand. Something else that I want to talk about. I notice again yes. on your IG, one of our favorites and Us Weekly favorite, Lucy Hale. You turned her back to brunette like last night. We sure did. I love that. Yeah. So what you made her a rich, deep brunette, which is like kind of unexpected for summer. So talk to us about yeah. that and about summer hair color and how there are no rules. And like, do you think that brunette and richer shades are it for this summer? I mean, I just think anything decadent and rich is in for summer. You know, listen, I, mean, I like decadent go, and I like rich. <laughs> rich. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> so that's it. 
that's the thing is like you know with Lucy's hair it's like for me it's not about and for her as well it's not about what color it is it's about is it healthy you know yeah, and sure. we've gone back and forth with her hair so many times and we just we always have the same mission which is like you know we'll we'll put it through what we can and have fun with it but we never push the envelope so far as to not make it healthy because she has beautiful strong hair yeah. and she's lucky to be able to go back and forth but you know we also I'm very specific with my clients about you know, if they have brown hair naturally and they want to go blonde, there's an expiration date on that. You know, sure. like, so so we don't. I'm, I'm very clear about like we can't go past a certain point with the health of the hair, and so we establish that in the beginning because I want to manage everybody's expectations. Yeah, and if you already have light hair and you want blonde hair for the rest of your life, that's cool. But if you have dark hair and you want to go super blonde. We'll do it until we can do it no more. But right. you have to like kind of let your hairdresser or your hair colorist make that call. Um, and so, yeah, it was time to go back. And you know, like, well, I'm sure we'll go back to blonde at some point with her. She looks so good in either color. Um, but it's it's about health, you know. Yeah, so, I love that. The real takeaway. Net it out. The real takeaway here is that healthy hair is gorgeous hair, no matter what color it Don't is. And it's, it. it's not always about being Correct. on trend. It's mm-hmm. about like staying true to, to living your best life, including your best hair. That's right. All right. We have to ask you. That I got to ask you right. one more thing before yep. we let you go. Come on. We got to talk it. about we got to talk about George. Oh my God! Can you please? I cannot. Uh, it's all—it's all I want to talk about. Let's be honest. All this hair talk is like so boring. Let's talk about. But here's the thing, yeah. George. So George is Kristen's new dog. You guys have no idea how is cute the stuff is. Is he it like real? half an Australian Shepherd, half a Muppet? Like, what is he? Can I see him moving so I know he's not a purchase stuff? He's animal. nine months old. He's a puppy. <laughs> Yeah, so here, here's the fun. Okay, so you know, because you know me, Gwen, we've known each other for a long time. Well, I I'm loved that Lola. I Crazy. loved her so much. She yeah. came to dinner with us so I, many times. She did. She you guys, did. Kristen Rarely underscore go ESS, anywhere. go look at it. Her Instagram, Kristen <laughs> yes. underscore ESS, go look at George. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, lo- wherever I could take Lola, I would take Lola. And RIT to that angel. She was baby. an angel baby. Yes. I never thought I was going to get a dog for maybe like a couple of years. I was going to take a break because I've had Lola for 19 years. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to just take a minute. And, uh, you know, I, of course, every night before I went to bed, I like laid there looking at Pet Finder um, <laughs> because they have all, it's all dog adoptions. And so I saw George and I was like, let me just see. Of course, you don't go visit a puppy and not get it. So I basically went to this, this rescue slash adoption, um, little fair they were having and I met him and it was the end, you know? So he's nine months old and I'm very, you know what the question is I get the most and I get it every day, all day long is what breed is he? (laughs) And I, because I'm such an advocate for adoption, I won't say, I know what he is. I found out I did a DNA test and I want to know for health reasons. (laughs) Yeah. But I I just want to know like what to expect with him, you know, based on what, like where he comes from. And so I found out what he is and it is lock and key. I will never (laughs) tell because I don't want people to go breed a dog to look like him. He is so 
special. You know, that hair, uh, that coat. What I, is that? By the way, by the way, what are the odds that I would get the dog with like the greatest hair of all time? <laughs> well, it makes sense. It, it, you know, dogs look like their owners. And so this one, it's like you guys don't even have to have that like adjustment phase. It's just. We don't. And also, he didn't look like that when I, like, picked him up from this place. Like, he looked like just like, you know, a newborn hamster. So I didn't know what he was going to look like. And it just so happens that he has this coat that is, like, it's unreal. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, I'm pretty pretty thrilled. And he is so animated. You have to meet him. I can't wait. I'm going to start doing tutorials on him. Oh, you should. (laughs) You can braid his hair. Can you imagine? Do you that use so next level, but do you use any no. Kristen S hair care on him? Like, what do you shampoo his coat? With? You know what? I I I probably would, but I don't have to. I you know what? I he's um oh he has that great hair. Skin. I use I, I use um like puppy shampoo on him still yeah. because he's so sensitive. But uh, you know, listen, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe Gorgeous George is going to have his own hairline. We don't know. I love Gorgeous. That would be, that would actually be so cute. Anyway, thank you so, (laughs) so much for chatting about George. The next time I'm in LA, you, me, and George, we're going to dinner. The next time you're in New York, you have got to come and hang out with me and Travis and Sam, our producer. Oh my wait. God. I, I am so wait. And congratulations. Congratulations on this uh, podcast. It's, it's amazing. I've listened to every episode and you guys are killing it. I love it so much. Thank you. I'm Thanks. so, so happy that we finally got you on. We've been trying to get you on since the beginning and you are a very busy oh, lady. Yeah. So hopefully we'll have you back on again and enjoy the yes, rest of your anytime. your day and enjoy your July 4th week. I and will. We can't wait. I miss wait. you, Gwen. I miss you. Thank you so okay. much, you mermaid fairy Thank goddess. You, love you. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. So, Travis. Oh, my God. What did you learn from Kristen? I mean, I learned so a lot. Much. I did so learn a lot much. from Kristen. First of all, her dog, George. I mean, can you die from George His now? Instagram, I've got to get a dog. And sometimes, George, I can't even. But what I did learn from her is I always knew scarves look so mm-hmm. good in hair, and they're really making a reemergence. And I was at a Drew Barrymore event, and she gave me this really long scarf, and mm. I had no idea what to do with it. I tried it as an ascot. It was too long. But around the hair and then braided in, I think is so cool. I never even heard of a wired scarf before. I bet you could DIY that. You know, you could take Stuff a scarf a and somehow... Thing. Yeah, because but you know, watch Kristen's tutorial, yeah. which we just watched on Instagram. Yeah, and you can just tie a scarf around a hairband, mm-hmm. and then put your hairband in and bobby pin down that end, and it's so easy to just braid in and then wrap around. And I'm with you. Like for me, that was the big takeaway. I cannot wait to play with scarves this weekend. I'm me really too. excited. I want to too, and I really liked when she showed the video of it because it's like when a guy ties a bow tie, it looks like crap right away, and then you have to fix it and fluff it up at the end. And when she did that hair with the original scarf. It looked a little strange at first, and then she pulled out and played with it. It became this iconic look. So Before, cool. like the scarf was overtaking the hair, and then she pulled it out and then fixed it at the end. I think that was a big takeaway. It was that really if you're putting cool. your scarf in your hair and it does not look cute in a braid at first, pull, pull, fluff. It gets better. <laughs> it always does. Yeah. So we encourage you guys to go to Kristen's Instagram, Instagram stories and IGTV. It's Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Underscore E-S-S. Underscore E-S-S-S. Um, and that's our show for today, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Get Trust with us. We'll have a new episode for you next week. Until then, please go to usmagazine.com slash stylish for celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long. And until next week, stay gorgeous. Bye.